Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for replying. I'm really actually talking to the audience at home. I didn't need that. Neither of you. <laughs> I'll be uh, quiet for now. Yes. Thank you, Larry. Larry Charles, just out of I, there is some there's a, 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 a original sin to this show. There's a flaw to this show. We know what it is. Only one. <laughs> there is this thing that we want to keep it light and loose and have the people here. We don't, we're not doing David Letterman, Jay Leno, where we're, welcome to the stage, welcome to the theater. Everyone's here, but I have to act like they're kind of not, because I'm talking to, there is an audience watching, Larry. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and who the hell are you? What the I, hell happened? <laughs> where the hell is Doug, and what happened to his hair? <laughs> I, I didn't know I was filling in. But I am happy to be here. Have you have you ever used a microphone before? Get the hell in there. Get close. I don't know you, why I have to get right on it. No, Mark, I'm telling you, man. I'll be honest with you, and that's I know that's your line, but I, it's anti-bullying week at my daughter's school and my son's school this week. That's the message, and I'm trying my hardest, but it's going to be real hard with you because you've been a pain in the ass all morning. And I want to get over there. And how am I supposed to keep going like this? With you acting like the way you're acting all morning, coming in here with the attitude. I don't know why you invited me then. I don't either. <laughs> but expect some bullying, folks. <laughs> what else can I do, Vic? Shame, shame. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm happy to have you here. But we are going to clown around. you got to let me... <laughs> Give me permission to clown around. You don't or need permission. <laughs> We're in comedy, for Christ's sakes. Do you want to sit back there, or do you want to sit over here? I mean, what, what do you want to do? By the way, it's so hot in here, Mark. Why? why? I, I, thought, I, I asked you to be in charge of the climate. Where do you want me to sit? I was told to sit behind this, this office desk. It worked really well a few weeks ago. We had A.D. Miles. Do you know A.D. Miles? Vaguely. Yes. Yeah, he was, he's a very funny guy. He's very funny, funny cat. He's very funny. Very funny. And he sat there and it was not an issue. But with you, it's an issue. <laughs> You're upset. Vic, you, you got to take a side here, buddy. I, I don't know. I, I need you to come in and, ch and chime in on what's happening I, here because... I don't know. It's just It, it works great when Miles is back I there, mean, and it works great with Doug back there, but there's something off. It's a weird vibe, for sure. You can just It's, it's like <laughs> one of those things you can feel it in the air. You know what I mean, Mark? I, you know, it was, it was like a... I usually wake up around 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up early. It was a 20-minute drive. That's not bad. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's continue. 
Big news. Do you want me sitting here? Oh, God. Do you, <laughs> can you hear that I'm starting the show? And Sorry. Sorry. God. I don't know. And I apologize, Larry. Oh, no, please. It's just hard. I understand. You can see how hard this is. You're, you're a director. It's, it seems very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> it seems very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, that could go either way, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right, Mark. Well, just try to be a positive force on the show today, not a, not a drain as you do on that show you're on that we can't talk about. <laughs> what show is that? I can't, can't oh, mention sorry. it. Sorry. Not allowed. Mm. I have to say something to you, Larry. Yes, sir. And, and we're off. We're already off the map here. But somebody in the Zoom seems to be wearing a Seinfeldian shirt. Can you see? You don't see the Zoom room. Let's no. bring him in real quick, just to see. Do you see this Clinton Haynes? He's very, he's oh, excited. No? Is it? no? <laughs> yeah. You don't want me to see that? No, Look no. Look at this. Did, but I, if he's. <laughs> no? Here he is. Okay. Speak up, Clinton. Clinton, look at you. Oh. Are you trying hi, to show hi, off? Hi, oh, look hi, at that. hi, Tim. Hi, Vic. Hi there. Are you trying to show off for our guest here? Is that yeah. what this is? The pirate I love Seinfeld. Shirt. This is a treat for me. Love the pirate shirt. Uh, <laughs> and I love, uh, yeah, it's such a pleasure. Are you responsible for the pirate shirt? No, no. I mean, I was there when oh. it came up. But um, oh, Do you think he wants to talk about a 25-year-old show? Yeah. Sorry, 30, 35. 35. Curb, I really? love Curb. I, so. I love Dictator. Thank you very much. Where are you? I'm in uh, Toronto. I am Australian. I'm 35. I'm a Gemini. I'm a comedian. Right, get him out of here. I'm sorry. Thank you. All the best. Thank you very much. You. Let's welcome Vic Berger to the show this morning. Vic. What's up, everybody? Vic with his, with his, uh, ugh. It's not good. Vic with his Starbucks sponsorship. How much are you getting from Starbucks? Not, no, I don't get anything. I just refill these cups. I just reuse. I reduce and reuse cups. Cups. Great. And yeah. the big news is Captain Carlin not on jury duty at the moment. Not guilty. <laughs> you know what? I want to report you to the LA County jurist because Matt's been doing jury duty like this, the past couple week? weeks. Oh wow! Past oh, couple weeks. But he's been blabbing about every little. I have not. Oh my How God. dare you! <laughs> I respect our system. I respect the sanctity of the courts. Yeah. You should right. get on the Trump jury. That would yeah. be very effective. <laughs> I think. How are they going to find somebody to be on that jury? Huh? I think it'll be super interesting. I'm curious. Mark, would you be on the, the Trump jury? Would you be able to make the case that <laughs> I, you belong on there? I wouldn't be able to make a case. Well, I, I, they wouldn't choose me. Because you have opinions about him. Uh, you voted for him. Well, I vote. Yeah, I voted for him every time. I voted him in off years, even. I went down to He's the your mayor's office. Candidate? Yeah. Uh, do you, do you, we did vote for him in 2016, and... <laughs> But I wasn't sure if you voted for him in 2020. Were you happy no, with the I job happy, he did? No, I was happy with the job he did. There's a yeah. lot of naysayers out there. Uh, a lot of Hey, look, look at where people. we... Well, let me, I mean, I'll ask this to everybody. Look at where we were as a country during the, his administration to where we are now. Yes. And look at the world. I'm looking. And, I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's getting bad. It's getting, it's getting worse. It doesn't really matter who's in charge back. anymore. I think that's the that's, that's the, the problem. We're just point. in chaos, and we're not being told. Are we getting into this right now? Whatever you want, but you're the host. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say that Larry is here because a hey, hey, we love Larry Charles, and he loves us. Yes, very much. 
deeply. That's fair, fair. Profoundly. Yeah. <laughs> Larry called into the show a couple of years ago. Who knows when? It was probably a couple of years. It was during the pandemic. It was during the pandemic, yeah. And uh, got along great. I went to visit you. I went to the, the mountain top. Yes, you did. You came. And paid wow. respect. Yes, we hung. Went to the guru's ma- mansion. No, it's not a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> this, maybe, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then, but you are here because uh, you've directed uh, and produced this movie, Dicks the Musical. Correct. And you're out here doing the circuit. Correct. Promoting, and this Correct. is unu- a little unusual for you, maybe. Yes, but I wanted to make sure that that I visited with you. That was very important to me. Top priority. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're going to get into that and so <laughs> much more on today's episode of Office Hours Live. Cut the to the credits. <laughs> That's our intro. We'll be right back. It's a cold, <laughs> cold intro. Lisa Tobin. But I really want to spend time with Mark. <laughs> yes, you should. But you're here just for the first half because you've got, what do you, can you tell me what's going on in Yeah, we, we're making a sing-along edition of the movie. A what? A sing-along edition oh. with, oh. with subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. So it's being produced really quickly and I have to go to Hollywood to do a quality check on the colors yeah. and the subtitles. So how do you get, I'll do the interview right now. Can we get the interview over with right now? Mark, are you okay? <laughs> do you need anything? I just, I, you know, I, you're I, wondering. I, there's going to be one or two people out there that think I voted for Trump and that's it's you it's know it's not cool with you it's uh I believed well, it no no I don't want people thinking that okay let's clarify <laughs> Mark wrote in John Kasich oh wow <laughs> no I'm not I, I'm a, you know I'm I, I'm a it's Democrat not a, it, no you I, know what it's not your business, who Mark voted for, and you want to well, keep that. Well, you put it out there that and, and so now it seems like it's my business to correct. You know, I don't want an article here, or there. Oh, you uh, think people are writing articles about you? <laughs> Trump supporting comic trying to make it in liberal business. Yeah, yeah, in liberal Hollywood. Phony liberal comes out of the closet as Trump supporter on Tim Heidecker's right. podcast. Revealed, exposed. I don't think there's any shame in who you voted for, Mark. Listen, I just don't want the 27 people listening to... Easy with you. <laughs> Let the bullying begin. Now, okay, can I proceed with yes, my interview with do. Larry Charles? Please do. Jesus Excuse Christ. us, Mark. Please. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. And maybe you have some questions. I have plenty of questions. What, well, they put r- two random books in front of you, by the way, and Again, I don't know why. I, I feel like I'm at an autograph show or something. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to get your autograph yeah. at the end of this. We have a Sharpie somewhere. How are my pits? These, this blue shirt, is, I look good in the blue shirt, but the, the, see, the, the fluids go right through. You're working hard, though, man. You got those sleeves rolled up. I mean, you're working. You know, I was thinking about uh, Jim Jordan. <laughs> right. With this. He never does the sleeves rolled up, the, but he he always looks like a guy who's getting things done. Yeah. But then yeah. he never is. No. Yeah. Nothing ever gets done, but he always has that look of like, like I'm getting, now we're going to get, we're, like, can, can the cameras leave because we're actually going to get to work now? Yeah, excuse us. Yeah. 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 Like, a math, like a, a math teacher. Or yeah. Something, right. But yeah. Nothing ever gets done. Uh, a hygiene teacher <laughs> who oh. also did gym classes once in a while. Yeah. Fucking hygiene. Well, I'm going to go. Did, he did wrestling. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh. yeah he yeah. did wrestling, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's, people call him Jim J- G-Y-M, right? G-Y-M <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, he's, he's like, what did he uh, cover up for some Yeah, some Ohio State or something, yeah, the wrestling program that, yeah. there. Yeah. Well, they all seem like good people. Yeah, they are <laughs> solid, solid Americans. So I'm going, I'm going sleeves down. I don't like this look, but I'm going down in honor of Jim Jordan's right. historic defeat this week. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so how did this movie, Dick's the Musical, how did you get involved? This can't kind of, this kind of comes no, out of nowhere. Yeah, I had You're no, not looking to direct a movie? I had no Are ambitions. You? I have no ambitions at all, ever. Yeah. I mean, if things come along and I can get something going, I will. And this was a script that was given to me. The two guys who have been doing it at UCB for like eight or ten years asked if I would take a look at it. Yeah. I read Out of nowhere. Out of, well, through the, my agent, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And um, the first page was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, super, super laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Page five, page 20. I was going up to my wife going, I can't believe how funny this is. It's yeah. so original. The language, it, it's again, like you. It's like a very original piece. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody give me one of your scripts, I'd feel the same way. Yeah. I'm looking for language, ideas, something that is fresh and different yeah. and alive and this movie had all of that. It was so original. On the page. That's it, imaginative, unusual. funny, unexpected, fantastic music, unbelievably great songs that you could listen to and you want to sing. Did they send the music with the script? So you could they hear? sent me as well the... They I can't had do these, this. The like, by the way, I can't yeah. do this. It's okay. Do what I you have go, to do. Go back up. Back. Um, you can always go down to the T-shirt also. You have that option. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You'll have to get remiked though. Um, they sent me the tape of their UCB show where they played all the roles. Mm -hmm. And the music was, it was only about- Oh, they played the mom and dad they too? They played the mom and dad, they played other characters too. And uh, um, they were so talented, they were like a gay Abbott and Costello or something. Right. I mean, I loved watching They were guys. gay though, by the way, Abbott they, and Costello. Uh, exactly, which, that's <laughs> I, coming yeah, out. I, I, yeah. Uh, probably is that a problem that with you? I don't think that's really... That's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference right there. Do you have a problem with the, the fact that Evan Costello were in love? I don't think that's a Seinfeld <laughs> thing, but... Well, no, the Seinfeld thing was... And, the, and not I don't have a problem. Wrong with not it. that there's anything oh, wrong with Oh, yes. Right. Well, you did. You kind of booked so, it. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I read the script. I saw the play. You can interrupt, by the way. I don't mind. I am not interrupting. Sorry. No, I'm please. Fascinated. I am actually interrupting you. Is what's going <laughs> no, on no, here? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, and um, for some reason, A twenty four, the churning company, these people were willing to put a, a few bucks into it. Yeah. Very low budget, like an eight million dollar budget. Twenty days. Yeah. I like that kind of action. Sure. So we did it, and it, it was like all the exuberance and energy of the spontaneity of shooting a movie in twenty days kind of explodes through the screen. It kind of erases that barrier between yeah. the audience. And the performers, I'm looking for that interaction, that exchange, yeah, like a Rocky Horror show. Yeah, and it yeah. has that kind of. It feels culty. Audiences like it's, 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 are going crazy when they are all packed in there together. Yeah, which is how Borat worked. And great comedies need a full crowd. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, if you're doing it in a movie theater, and this has kind of proven itself to have that kind of. Uh, it, it must have given uh, these money people great comfort to know that you were going to be at the helm. I think so. I think that gave them a little. You know, strangely, I don't know why. It really well, you have a track record, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> why? But they did trust me to, yeah. to uh, shepherd this uh, where it had to go, and I did. And who brought in the big, he the heavy hitters, the Broadways, the uh, it was very easy. Lane and uh, it was. I wrote them letters. Yeah, we sent them the material, and it was like you know, either you're in or you're out. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. respond to this or you don't. Nathan and Megan. Nathan, I know his work really, really well. Megan, I was not as familiar with the breadth of her work. Right. With her voice, for instance. She yeah, she's sing. a real Broadway Oh my uh, God, talent. fantastic singer, very original thinker, great improviser. And so the two of them together, again, you know how it is. That chemistry, you cannot manufacture or contrive that chemistry. They had it. They Absolutely. just had great Have they chemistry. ever worked together before? They've worked together. They did Broadway, Broadway. together. Mark, you've done Broadway? Dolls. 
No, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you in Death of a Salesman as the lead. I don't think I'm quite that age. But maybe, <laughs> maybe Biff. Biff, though. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Biff. Yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I love I you it's, it's Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally, yes. I, I love, she's... She's oh, great. She's yeah. wonderful. Of, of incredible talent. And Nathan yes, Lane sir. doesn't miss... Nathan Lane is like one of the, first of all, I guess this is his year Gotta of being the, the, show. the national treasure. Yeah, because him and Bo is afraid. Did you see Bo is afraid? I love Bo is afraid. Speak, I, thought I, he was I, fantastic. I, I feel like you and I. You and I may be the only ones, well, unfortunately. God bless. It's a me, great You know movie. who it is? Me, you, and Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Does he like the movie? He loved it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I talked to Marty about it. And um, <laughs> had dinner with him last night, Little Doms. And he was raving about it. It is an epic. And it's it's kind of misunderstood. It, it's one of those movies that people will go back to and discover. It's For great. sure. It's a great movie. I mean, it's, and Nathan Lane is great in it. He's but great. But Joaquin Phoenix is also mind-blowing. Yeah, it, so yeah. It's a great movie. I wish my, I mean, you want to get into my little nitpick with Please. it? Please. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is fantastic in it, but there's always something about, to me, like the the handsome guy playing a character of a schlub. Yes. That I kind of wish you'd just go with the schlub. Yeah. Go with the guy that like. The only I don't thing Mark I would say, like I, I like, hear yeah. what you're saying. I you didn't see <laughs> that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody like Mark might have been great in that I'm movie, all by for the way. It. <laughs> but the thing with Joaquin Phoenix that I like is that although he could be a good-looking guy. He'll do, do that thing with his body, and he's he can be grotesque. Yes, it, and it's yeah. like authentically yeah. grotesque. So I I buy this other part of him, you know. I bought it. I just it, that's like I said, minor, minor, yeah, minor. Yeah, and I know yeah. it's also how like you get the m- movie made. Of course. Well, he's the one that will drive the money, if- but not really. No, that's the other thing is when you look at it, you're like actually the bit, things are changing so much that like. Joaquin Phoenix doesn't guarantee you get no people to go see your three-hour insane fever dream of a movie. Like people are gonna—he's gonna, in another one. He's in Napoleon. I mean, yeah. that's probably another three-hour fever dream. I kind of want to see that. That'll be great. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it'll be I'm good. Did you see some of those? Yeah, it, the the, epi- the battle scenes look. It looks legit. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a big Napoleon fan of the stuff he did to Europe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you like a good conqueror. That's a controversial take. It, <laughs> well, what he did to the Middle East, Very too. brave of you to... Yeah. You he, love imperialism. He conquered, he conquered uh, Egypt very gracefully, I think, very respectfully. <laughs> Alexander also. People just walked into Egypt and took it over. It was yeah. pretty simple. They didn't have any military. Well, look, it, there was nothing happening in those regions. No, the, the, brought, sphinx, the Sphinx was closed. He brought technology. You know, the he pyramid brought, was closed. It, yeah. No tourists. So it was, it was uh, easy. Yeah, just a peaceful culture. And <laughs> um, the occasional human sacrifice once in a while, you know. So Dix is going to open. Dix is opened already. In it's opened small, in like 10 theaters. And right. then next, They're going to do the rollout. This will be a slow rollout, exactly. And I think that'll that'll work. People will discover the movie because my theory is it's not just a cult movie. I think like I've met people who are Trump supporters, like Mark, who um, <laughs> who um, lo- who goes. To, I've invited them to see the movie, and they love the movie also. Yeah, if yeah. you want to laugh, if you like good music, yes. it doesn't really. You could disagree with the things that we say in the movie, right. And still enjoy it, yeah, just I like mean, any comedy. Sure, 
Yes, I mean it's very. I saw it as very silly and crazy, and it's full of. Uh, yeah, there's a. Listen, I'm not going to be offended by. I'm not going to be offended no. by any of this stuff in the movie because I'm on board with it all. Or if it's some of it's it's almost a satirical take on what's offensive. Correct. Right. Yeah. Especially in the end, which I don't want to give yeah. the ending away. But well, the good I thing PC is you have you have really these... what I'm all about. What's that? What's that? I'm oh, sorry. Anti-PC. <laughs> Is really what I'm anti -PC all about. Anti PC is anti PC. Right, 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 right. No, it really it does it does work because you, we tell you right up right up front. There's two gay men playing two straight men. Yeah. All of this is masks. All of this is performance. This right. is a movie. I'm showing you. I use Zadadu as one of my inspirations. And oh, Zadadu, yeah. oh, yeah. they're shooting off the set. You see the crew right. in the background. The guy didn't care what was going on, the director. Right. And I thought that was hilarious. Or Jesus so, Christ Superstar. You've seen all those scaffolds and you, shit. Yes, where you're, seeing, like, yeah. you're seeing this, the crew and everything. And I thought that was a great way to sort of expose right. the process. So it's almost like a making of the musical and the musical sort of synthesized. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. Okay, please. Okay, the fucking Thank you. CBS Morning News uh, sit down with Larry is over. That's why I'm not doing those shows. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do they want me, but that's a, that's a movie. <laughs> you should see the Chevy Chase version, the Chevy Chase uh, CBS Sunday morning profile they did on him from a few years ago. It is grim. Yeah, I'd like to see that, actually. He's mouthful of dentures, uh, which is not nice, you know, but uh, that's the kind of guy I am. Um, <laughs> no, but he just is, the, what's funny about it is he does not want to be there. He's not interested no. in doing any kind of self-reflection, uh, it doesn't like seem there. like he wants to be anywhere, though. That's right. the thing about he, Chevy Chase. He never, he always seems like in a sour mood, whatever he's doing. He seems very bitter yeah. about the, how he's perceived and where his career is at. And, and he acts like he truly doesn't care, but of course he does. He does. No yeah. one doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. No one in this industry. He genuinely care doesn't understand why he still isn't the number one movie comedy movie star in the right. world. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not my fault. I've been doing everything right. Right. Did you see Fletch Lives? You yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> um, what do I want to do? I definitely want to do the City of the Damn Day. Oh, let's get that out of the way, right? Yeah. Of the day. That was a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> a little bit like those Arizona Diamondbacks, Vic. All right. The City of the Day is sponsored by... Ugh. Wimples Dimple Spackle. Are you bedimpled? Do you get sick of people constantly calling attention to your unique and wonderful dimples? Well, now you can look normal with Wimples Dimple Spackle, the cheek smothering solution for all dimple sufferers. Use Wimples is, using Wimples is easy. Just grab a putty knife, scoop out some spackle, and apply it to your dimps. Once it's dry, sand it down with the included cheek safe sandpaper. Now you don't look like a sideshow novelty. Warning, don't smile when using this product. The spackle plugs can pop out and injure someone's eyes. So feel confident again with Wimples Dimple Spackle. Available in the paint section at all participating. Oh, wow, I have a huge typo to report. <laughs> you ready for this? Available in the paint section at all participating Ace Hardwares. Does that seem like a typo or an attempt at, a, at humor? Someone's trying to humiliate you. <laughs> are, are you feeling humiliated? Uh, or are you zoned out? Listen, not everything's going to land. And uh, Ouch. Harold Lloyd had off days. You're going to have an off day here. Oh, wow. look at you with the references, the comedy references. <laughs> <laughs>
people are, people are watching are like, oh, he said it, he said it, he said it, he, he knows him too. <laughs> By the way, Harold Lloyd never had an off day. I'm just, uh, I just agree. some movie lore. <laughs> fart, fart, fart. Participating. Can we get some closure on this issue, Matt? Can we find out if that's an intentional spelling? Because it seems off. <laughs> Look, I, my read is it's a joke, but we'll, wow. we'll, we'll get in touch with Well, Doug. by the way, I should we'll mention Doug, Doug Lusenhop, who's our third member here, is on uh, the Eric Andre tour right now. That's why he's not here. Oh, wow. He has commitments that uh, take precedent over this show, apparently. Just sick. But but he did send a, a, a... What crime did he commit that he had to go on to the Eric... Hey, <laughs> ouch! Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, the crime of the old uh, paying the bills, probably. Oh, no, that's not true. He's... I'm joking. He's having fun. I'm We're joking. all having fun. Sure. You're going to get more shit for that than the Trump stuff, believe me. He doesn't care, <laughs> I'm not, um, I'm not on social media. They now will we? Continue. Now we will all enjoy this five second. So here we go back to Doug. Now we will all enjoy this five second jingle that Doug made while waiting for sound check in Houston. Oh, he, so he, Doug's saying he made this. There you go. Yeah. I've got some work to do, so I thought that was going to be longer. <laughs> um, I welled up there for a moment. All right, let's find out who the city of the day actually is. Cole. Hi, the city of the day is Atlanta, Georgia. All right, thank you very much. Where are you, in a plane? What? I'm in a car right now. We're stuck in traffic. That's Atlanta for you. Play. You betcha. We're on our way to play 529 tonight. Me and my band. Okay, plug the band. It's called Jazzy. G-Y-A-S-I. But I did have a good question, if you want to hear it. Yes. Is that the question? <laughs> no. I'm wearing my favorite National Park shirt, Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado. I wanted to know what your favorite national park is. Well, this is actually great because... I uh, have a picture of Mark and I that I wanted to show the audience. And Mark is bracing for humiliation, but no, this is sweet. This is actually a sign that Mark and I are, in fact, or at, what, were, at one point were, <laughs> friends. <laughs> Look at that. And Mark, do you remember where that was? That was at Yosemite. National Park! Now, people think you must have scripted that with the call, but no, that's just how it goes. <laughs> I was actually going to bring up Yosemite because of our trip. That was the last time you were sort of in nature. And that was yes, legally, seven, years, yes. seven years ago. Seven years ago. <laughs> legally. <laughs> All right, Mark, is that your favorite national park? It is, yeah. yeah. And Vic, yours I mean, quickly. Mine, <laughs> let's get through it. <laughs> no, I really just like, I'm amazed at Joshua Tree. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Oh, I've been. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's like, love, uh, it's like Mars. Mars. Yeah. Matt? Uh, what's Matt? What's going on with Matt? He's zone, like, yeah, he turned into wow. Jack Nicholson yeah. from the show. Like right I was thinking. Holy I don't shit. know. Yeah, I like Joshua. I like them all. I like them all. Oh, come what's on. the I'm least all. favorite uh, national park? Larry? I like Zion. Zion. Zion's your least favorite? No, no. I love it. Zion and Bryce. Okay. I like that duo. You do both of them. Right, sure. You together. get two for one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Larry, quickly. I would go for uh, Redwoods National Park. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I like Sequoia is also up yes. there. Yes. And even Lasten, if you go up to the volcanic uh, 
Mm. Ruins up there, very, mm. very yeah. surreal. That's mm. really cool. Mm. <laughs> These are great answers. They are. So thank you, Jim. Oh, thank you. Now, Larry, we found a little bit of, we should play this for Larry. I think I want to get his take on it. Oh, yes. Your pal, Bill Maher, mentioned you on his, uh, on his podcast. Uh-oh. Let's see if we can confirm this. I want to, and I want to get. Uh, do you have it? I don't. Want, I want to get what your answer to this was. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I have no idea what this is. Blah blah blah. So I said, forget it. I will never <clears throat> do that. And the director, Larry Charles, you know, he really is my full partner in this. Um, I can't direct the movie. He did Borat. You know, he's he's a genius. Yeah. He's a genius, Larry Charles. Hey, let's hear it for that. So I, I had dinner with him recently, and I said. I always thought we shouldn't do religious too, the Hindus, but somebody suggested to me religious too, but the religion is um, wokeism. <laughs> He's talking to Tommy Lee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee doesn't want to talk about this. Yeah. Okay, confirm. He's ready to throw off Tommy Lee right. just from he's he's drunk a gallon of vodka. Yeah, he drank it's two gallons. Okay, so I think that's all we have, right? We don't have. Yeah. I think Tommy Lee just wants to move things along. He did talk to me about that, but also I should tell you that I was the original director on um, what was the name of the movie that the, about the uh, about Motley Crue, The Dirt. Oh. oh I was the original wow. director on that, so I hung out with Motley Crazy. Crue for quite a while. Yeah. Until I couldn't take it anymore, and I, <laughs> I dropped it. Because they wanted to be like, we're the Beatles, we want mm. our master taste. I was like, nobody, people want to see you snort right. yeah, dance yeah, on the ground, yeah. you know, with Ozzy yeah. Osbourne. So I know Tommy Lee a little bit also. And Pam Anderson was in Borat, so. Oh, right, right. And, right. and um, Kid Rock broke up with Pam Anderson because of the Borat. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very unhappy that's with that. That's very sad. But Bill <laughs> did mention that to me at dinner. We had dinner and, a few weeks ago. And so you, you, he, he drops this wokeism stuff, and you got to just be like, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> or, yeah. is, or does that interest you? Well, I'm open to the idea of exploring. I, I've had people come to me with different documentary ideas about wokeism and political correctness. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel that fresh to me. Yeah, yeah. Really, cancel culture, all this stuff feels like a, a kind of it's, it's, already it's been warmed over. marinating since the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PC so I think, I think if there was some way to do something that makes that subject funny yeah. and uh, again crosses the, the boundaries and is unpredictable, then maybe I would be open to that, but I couldn't say yes or no to it. It's a very yeah. yeah. I don't think, idea. And I don't think Bill's the guy to well, walk right. us through and that. I don't think he even wants to do it, actually. Right. It's know, just, of thing. course, yeah. you sit around, you spitball things. Yeah. Yeah. It, is a, it is an obsession of his, it feels like, lately. It's like... He has been on a bit of a tear. Yeah, with, and it's uh, a little yeah. like, it's, it's sad. Because it feels a little grumpy old man, get off my lawn. Right. Which feeling. is weird with, you know, the thing, that is how he sometimes comes off. And yet yeah. in my uh, exposure to him over the years, he's actually a, a very open-minded person, strangely enough. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't think it from the persona. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he is very open to changing his mind and listening and stuff like that. And that yeah, I yeah. always find surprising about Well, though, I guess you could in say, terms he, of his perception. in that way, he is, he has, he's not sticking to this kind of partisan line. Yeah. Uh, as he presents with the way he thinks. But... It does feel like that feeling of when older guys kind of see the world changing and yeah. can't get on board, and it's like you, you got it's a, sometimes it's hard. Well, you know because but, th th things change, you're uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. Well, I don't. Know. Oh, go ahead, Larry. No, please. Well, I was just going to say you get into a bubble sometimes. People yeah. get into bubbles 
They're surrounded by people who are sort of agreeing with them, and they, they lose touch with the outside world. I think one of the great things that you're doing here is you're very tapped into the real world. But Bill, to some degree, and a lot of people that I know yeah. like this, are kind of isolated from the real world. Sure. And so they develop their ideas within this bubble, yeah. and it's not really tested in the real yeah, world. Yeah, they're as having much. dinner with their manager yes. and the, you know other, people other, on their level yes. with you. But you could push back on him a little bit, but maybe you don't feel like you want to because that's uncomfortable. I, I, I push back, but I, it's also it's having a, a sandwich. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not neither one of us is going to change anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Over yeah. the hour that I spent with him, so right, right. Um, what's nice? Go ahead, Matt, Mark. I also think that for. Bill, and I i don't know him personally, but I feel like his big take on this is that it's a new form of censorship, right. the cancel culture. Yes. If you don't agree with this comedian or this, right. and I'm not talking about the, you know, the criminals. They, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, oh, you didn't like this idea or right. you think this is bullying uh, right. in comedy or whatever. Right. He, I, I feel like he's more concerned about the censorship side and it is kind of new because it's a, you know, we're used to it being a right-wing fascist thing. Right. But now it's on the left. It is coming. There, and there's, a, there's, there's more policing of, of uh, self, there's policing online that, uh, of ideas. Yeah, and I feel like if, um, I, I, I think this is still kind of, new territory and new ground for us. Yes, so much of the discussion is warmed over, but yes. the, that form of censorship is still there. Us not wanting to do a certain joke or, right. you know, a certain storyline. That is that is self-censorship. You have that choice. And Bill, I think, is, is also the least censored person probably in the media. I mean, he can say whatever he wants. Sure. So I think though there is There's also, just consequences to what you say. There's yeah, you have to kind of yes. be ready to take right. the responsibility yeah. to stand behind what you say for sure. But there is also this kind of thing about like, it almost reminds me when I was a kid and, and guys started growing their hair long and they go, you can't tell the boys from the girls anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a little bit of that right. feeling yeah. to all this also. Trans swimmers are going to yeah. ruin the world, you right. know, right. that kind of stuff. <laughs> So I think yeah. there is this, we're, we are afraid to laugh as an audience. That's why dicks, really, uh, yeah. I don't want to keep promoting it. Well, it's very but, craven what you just did. I, and we, see, we all see it. <laughs> Thank you. I know, it was, it was very transparent, <laughs> yeah. and I do apologize. But my point, a deeper point, is that it kind of flies in the face of all that. Right. It's an anti-woke woke movie, and it's a woke anti-woke movie. You know, it really does fly in the face of all these proper boundaries that we think we live within. People want to um, explode out of that. They want to be liberated from these, um, from the suppression. And this movie gives people a chance to really have a catharsis yeah. in the well, theater. And I think it also come, it becomes this thing where it's almost, on almost every issue, it's, it's very hard to, to distill down a truth or a, uh, a simple idea about how, an opinion about something in a social media post, whether right. it's a, a infographic on Instagram or a tweet or you know a, a longer written piece, you're always gonna be leaving something out that yes. doesn't reflect fully the situation. You're always gonna be editorializing how you feel about it. And these issues, obviously Israel and um, Gaza, Incredibly complicated, incredibly painful, and hard, hard to not not that you can't have opinions about things, 
But when you try to distill it into a post, yeah, and people are jumping as far as Israel and and uh, and, and Palestine and the Middle East, people jump so quickly. Yes. To take a side. And it is, like you say, so complicated. Yes. So complex, so historical. Yeah. And that could people could come at that idea yes. with with anger and vitriol towards that idea alone that it's yeah. complicated. Some people don't see it as complicated. They right. see it as very crystal clear. Very black and white. Yes, yeah. it's true. And that's part of the, the complication of it. There's a group of people who see it not complicated at all, but very simplistically. Yeah. And those people have to be dealt with also in this Discussion. Now, when you context. say be dealt with, what are you saying? Taking you them out <laughs> <laughs> and dealing with That's them very properly. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have much patience for that. No, it's. I, I think that is very complicated, and I think in this rush to say something, people say a lot of things that don't really have any meaning, and then are also misinterpreted. So it just winds up adding to the confusion right. and yes. disinformation. Now, do you have any prescriptive? Because uh, you are, but you are very educated, very well, like, I would look to you as a wise man to say how, I mean, the joke I've been doing about this privately is sort of like, the good news is I know exactly how I feel about this. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I understand. Like, you know, that's, that's, I'm being ironic. I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel well, about it. Well, it's very hard I mean, to I, know. It's very it's, it's complicated. It's very hard to know, actually. And, but and you are being fed a lot of information that you're supposed to process and figure out what's real and what's not. Right. But in a grand scheme, you can have certain, like, you know, ethics about, you can have certain morals about it that can help guide you and maybe doesn't always line up with what's happening that day in the world. But, um, you know, what what is your, like, what is your uh, macro overall vision of, of what's happening? In the Middle East. Yeah. Well... Um, and you I, could say, you know what? It's too complicated to talk about on your show. That's I, a good. I, that is the truth. I will give you just a quick, a quick sort of, uh, you know, observation. I've been to both Israel and Palestine. Well, this is true because you did this movie yeah, with Bill. I did it with. I went there with Sasha. I went there yeah. with Bill. I went there on the Dangerous Comedy for Netflix. I've, yeah. I've been to those areas. We're not just a lot. talking about a random dude here. Yeah, I've been there and I've been to the West Bank and Gaza, and I've done a lot of that. And I also did a piece that didn't. They didn't. Netflix didn't put it on actually where I interviewed this Palestinian comic named Adi Khalifa mm -hmm. in Palestine. He lives with his mom and his brother in an apartment of the sweetest people in the world. That was my impression of Palestine. He ran a comedy workshop for children that had been injured wow. in bombings. And I went to, and I shot that comedy workshop and the kids are getting up with crutches or whatever and they're trying to process their trauma through comedy. That was my impression of Palestine. You know, I people very innocent. They cannot defend themselves. They just want peace. That's the majority of the people in Palestine that I met. And living and in bleak circumstances. Very like, bleak. And you cannot, just for me, with my group, just getting across the border to the checkpoints was virtually impossible. It gets closed down. You're stuck. You can't get back home if you're in Israel and you're Palestinian. Mm -hmm. You can't get to Israel to go to work if you're Palestinian because of the checkpoints. All that stuff needs to be broken down. People need to start discussing it. People like Netanyahu are fueling it for their own personal ambitions sure. instead of diffusing it. There's a way to diffuse it. That's, right. that's basically in a nutshell. And it's impossible to diffuse now. We're at this flashpoint moment. At this moment, moment yes, exactly. Uh, but that's and a, the lot of, a lot of innocent people on all sides have been unnecessarily murdered. And that's absolute shame, you know. Yeah. And do you are you do you have real worry or cons I mean, do you, I do, real worry that this is going to escalate and become a bigger, much bigger event? 
Well, I feel like the war machine the w- yeah. is what is what sort of pushes all superpowers. Yeah. So Russia wants to be at war. We want to be at war. Yeah, and, and you're you know, using China it as chess pieces in the, on yeah. the globe. This so I think that they will expand it as far as they can. Yeah. You know, because I think it's profitable. Uh, unfortunately and sadly, and human life is not uh, worth anything, and money still kind of dominates the discussion. When you look at the when you look at the news, <laughs> when you look at the news, who can you trust? Who do you look to trust? Who do, who do you feel confident looking? Comedians. At? I, I trust the I trust like Jordan Klepper and the Daily Show and people like that. Uh, the good liars, do you know those guys? Yes, they're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I they're tr- not doing. I'm talking about real reporting on the ground. I don't like, find the the uh, you know they're usually in a hotel room on a terrace, far from the action. Yeah. That's the thing. If they were down there, there are people who are on the ground and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I will respect anybody who's there and sort of. I like and, to see and, somebody doing more of the Palestinian side of the of story. Of course. I mean, listen, the CNN. I've been kind of tuning into CNN. We all kind of get drawn into. I'm not going to watch Fox. I'm not going to watch MSNBC. But I'm also looking on the web and watching. I like to watch Al Jazeera as much as I yes, can. Yes, me too. I think me too. That's a different perspective. But CNN is 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 just there. Every every hour says according to the Israeli foreign ministry or according yeah. to the IDF. We spoke with. It's all. It's pretty much. It's not a lot of that side. Yeah. So if you want to get the Israeli well, side of the war, well, Palestinians don't have they don't have a military, they don't have a media, they don't have they don't, PR they don't people, don't really have yeah. anything. It's just like Native Americans in this country. I mean, yeah. they're here, you know, and they're living in poverty and they are forgotten about. And if they get if they decide to assert themselves, they'll be they'll be stopped. You yeah. know? Also, and, we can't overlook the fact that CNN benefits greatly by having chaos in the world. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. they're. They're licking their chops yeah. on yeah. the amount of free TV they're getting yeah. from just being able to sh- talk to generals about 100%. missiles and. Well, that's why uh, they they're so into your boy Trump because. <laughs> oh Jesus, Larry! <laughs> <laughs> well, I. I but mean, it's true. He is a he is a newsmaker. You know, absolutely. they give him so much attention because he likes the attention. He knows how to take advantage. And he of creates it. good television. Yeah. Well, I think he kind of goofed because, I mean, he he goofed several times a day, I guess, but like, just, if you looked at it, if you were like his his minder, or, you know, whoever, you'd be like, the, everything's falling apart in the world. Like, the world, uh, everyone feels this kind of chaotic, chaos. It wasn't me. It was that. <laughs> it was not me. It was the call. Somebody's been on the line the whole time. I'm going to go. <laughs> um, in a way, Trump could kind of just... And it's, the scary thing is, you know, strong men and fascists look for chaos to kind of step in and say, I'm going to solve everything myself and I'm going to be the strong hand. And, you know, you look for chaos. Chaos creates opportunity. So he could be kind of just kind of chilling in the corner yeah. and wait, wait for this to get worse. And then, but then he was doing that. That speech where he starts complaining about yeah. BB and he was not very nice and like <laughs> yeah. he starts getting into these like really, really petty, bitchy yeah. kind of things. I think like, people are, I, and it's like he just looks weak when he does. Yeah, that. but like, I, and I think that's why he's he can't win again. I think there's yeah. enough people. He's already lost twice, really. Yeah. When you think about it, and so the idea that more people are going to vote for him now is kind of absurd. You know. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that there's a small group of very fervent followers, that cult. He could have, yeah. You know, they're there, but I think everybody else around them is, is already sort yeah. of... But he could have played that sort of reluctant, like, kind of stays 
off the yes. media and being like, I don't, I, you know, I had my chance, and uh, but but the the people and so, you know, there's a, a the people demand him return to the money. Yeah, house. yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, but he's out there blabbing away. All yeah. right, listen. Yes, sir. Let's let's move on from this. Unless some, is there somebody that has to chime in? I love music. What? <laughs> on this topic? on the call on the Zoom room. On this topic? No, no, no. Oh, do you want to go to a Zoomer? I don't, what, what are you? Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. Like, oh, let's okay. bring the, make sure we're still live on the air, mostly. <laughs> uh, we are, we are. Why don't we check, oh, the hotline just dropped. That's right. Uh, yeah, sure. iPhone 7. Oh, iPhone, iPhone 7. 7. I'm not sure if you're familiar uh, with the good, fact that the iPhone day, 15 just came out. Uh, Maybe join the I '90s. Think, I think the guy with the puffy shirt just showed up again. Oh, yeah. really? Different outfit. Oh, really? He's a known quantity. Wait. Oh, it's it's that was really freaky. This kid is so dark that I thought it was like this weird <laughs> reflection of my own face in, in the lens. <laughs> Where the hell are you? Uh, outside. Oh well, yeah, but it, it, you're on the other part of the world. It's yeah, not I'm in dark Europe yet. right now. I'm in I'm in the Netherlands. Oh, of course. Oh, Why yeah. we should have assumed that. <laughs> How are things there? You could tell from the buildings. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, weather uh, is turning. All right. Well, yeah, otherwise good. Did you have uh, something you want to say? Or? Yeah, uh, Tim, I thought I'd heard you talk about this before, but I'm curious. Are you a big Howard Stern fan? And uh, if you had to find equivalents, uh, Howard Stern equivalents, like, for instance, who is your Robin? Who is your Beetlejuice? Hmm. Uh, yeah, it, I've, well, I've historically well, been a, a big Howard Stern fan. I, I haven't listened quite as I mean, I feel like, yeah, all the best, but it's gotten a little well, you can't listen to and watch everything. Also. Yeah, I loved his interview with Paul Simon. Did you I did that? see that, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that I saw it in bits, like yeah. a little you're, you're with me on, on Stern, right? Yeah, big fan, and I feels like uh, huge fan, but not I, sure I want to hear about Ronnie anymore. Yeah, I mostly. <laughs> You know, I used to listen in the car, and now I mostly just listen. To now music. you lost your license because of a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can only have four in this state. Four wines? <laughs> four <Yeah>. DUIs. <laughs> well, you have that involuntary manslaughter, the vehicular manslaughter thing hanging over. Well, you. that's hanging. Yeah, that's yeah. not. You got to you sure. resolve Alleged. that, man. <laughs> Alleged. But obviously, I, I, I would say if I had to do it, it would be well, get Matt's Baba Booey. Uh, Vic is. Is uh, Fred, and I think Doug is Robin. Does that make sense? And Phil is Beetlejuice. Phil is actually uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Bobo. 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 Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Speaking of Phil, I I don't know if we should do it. And I want to do this because Larry's here. I mean, we didn't even scratch this fucking surface with you. I do want to ask Larry. I'll a come question. back. Go ahead. Yes, Mark. Having been in writers' rooms. And how did you fit in? Because you don't seem, from all I've read and stuff of you in the years and past and stuff, you never seemed like you were itching for the writer's room experience. This feels more at your, at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, Seinfeld, we didn't have a writer's room. And we didn't feel we needed one. Everybody had their individual you did, Sorry, voice. you didn't have a writer's room. No writer's room. Well, there was a room where people met. N no, not for the first few years. I mean, Larry and Jerry were in their office. I was in my office. Then Peter Melman came along. He was in his office. We'd write our drafts. And then we would sit together, maybe, and go over it with Larry and Jerry. And that was it. You know, and then the movie, we'd have the read-through and the rehearsals, and we'd shoot the show. 
Later on, after I left, really, they started bringing more writers in, and right. it was more of a traditional writer's room. I find that the writer's room often um, takes the edges off of the humor, and uh, the singular voice is, is much more powerful than the group voice, and I've seen it happen many, many times where their edges get rounded off, yeah. and so I'm not attracted to the writer's room. There's also this assertion of personalities. You know, it's like a dynamic yeah. in the room. Some guys are louder. Some, yeah. you know, some people are more totally. de you know, defer and they sublimate. Other people assert themselves way too much. You know, in the end, everybody's got to take off their mask and be who they are, and you've got to deliver the goods. And it's just a long process where I could, I used to go on an entourage we would have these arguments with the writers, and I just, just give me the script, yeah. and I would just go in uh, and close I the door. I didn't know you were with that show. I was executive producer of Entourage for the first two seasons. Oh, wow. Also, okay. While I was doing Curb at the same time. Wow. It was crazy, but <laughs> I, would, I would go into the room and close the door and write the scene, because I could write the scene faster than I could discussing it with all these people. Sure. Right. So I was always looking to cut through that process. That all makes sense. Does that well, satisfy you, Mark? It does. <laughs> Better than I was expecting. Did that start at, at Seinfeld, where, you, where you're kind of going off on your own? Or before that, did you did you go? Did you Seinfeld go? was your first gig. Was that the very first? Well, well no, I, you had Fridays. I did Fridays, which was right? quite a yeah. ways before that, yeah. but that's where I met Larry David. Uh, you know, there was no, I didn't know there was such a thing as a writer's room. I never heard the expression, and we had never done a sitcom when we did Seinfeld. So I was like a sketch writer, right. and that's I loved sketch writing. Mm. And I would have continued doing sketch writing if variety shows and stuff like that were still around at that time. They died out, and then they came back. Right. You, you and other people sort of recreated that form to some degree, yeah. which well, is really cool. That's funny about Seinfeld is you see how this, you see the sketch comedy influence yes. in it, I think, because the ideas are so strong. Yeah, and there are set-piece comedy uh, scenes yeah, yeah. that are really just it about... could work on oh, their own. Yeah. Exactly, like sketches. But Mark never cared for Seinfeld. Yeah, that's not, that's not true. Uh, Big Apprentice fan, though. <laughs> <laughs> Apprentice is more of my. Speed. You're more a reality TV guy. Uh, yeah, 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 very um, much so. Uh, I want to get to this because Larry's got to go at the uh, at the hour break. And if you're watching us, by the way, join Patreon.com/slash/OfficeHoursLive. It is we have no well we do have sponsors, but if you join Patreon, you don't have to deal with them. You don't have to listen to that no, bullshit. And we love our sponsors, by the way. Uh, we're being sponsored by Raytheon this week, by the way. Wow. And I love their work. Oh, yeah, I really do. I mean, I don't awesome. know everything about what they do, but really, their, their, their corporate structure is impressive. Yes, very. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, and their air-to-ground missiles, really top. Fast. Top notch. Yeah. You like you like how fast they are, don't you? I like their speed. Uh, <laughs> and their accuracy. Their accuracy. Sounds like Jerry. Yeah. Their accuracy. Uh -oh. Maybe Jerry's doing like a corporate gig at Raytheon. <laughs> the accuracy. Have you seen the Trump as Seinfeld things that someone's done? They've taken Trump's little shticks that he does in his speeches and put... The music and the and like the curtain behind him, like and it works yeah. beautiful. It works. I'll have perfect. to look for that. I haven't seen that. Oh, yet. that's great. It's him talking about turning on the faucets and the water doesn't come up. Don't right. don't the don't toilets and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I. Th this is so embarrassing. Um, not for me, but I think for what Mark, happened was for Mark somehow. No, it's oh. not Mark that's responsible for this. But um, our friend Phil Braun. Um, well, you just told me is the was the actor's name or the character? It was obviously the actor's the name. The actor who played Jerry's father originally in the um, in the pilot in the, in the pilot who got recast because he got recast. We didn't think he was that funny, 
and I saw Jerry Stiller on a, a oh. movie called Seize the Day with Robin Williams, uh -huh. and he I hadn't seen him for years. So you're responsible for Jerry Stiller. Well, I came in, well, I told not. Jerry and Larry, hey, I just saw Jerry Stiller last night. He was hilarious. Yeah. He would be great as George's father. And they had already been thinking about maybe recasting They're the like, part. They're like, we know. Yeah, and then Jerry Stiller was at a play, and he couldn't do it. You know, it took uh -huh. a little while, but it worked out. Got you. Yeah. Well, Phil, we were talking about Seinfeld last week, and let me just apologize. I have a huge apology to make. I made it online, but let me hit it. Let, Mark, you, I want your take on this. I am, uh, I, we're riffing on Seinfeld and the idea of them doing a reboot. Uh, I was riffing with Mike Mitchell. You know Mike Mitchell? I, I don't. You don't know Mike from the, from the uh, Birthday Boys? You must have crossed paths. Uh, I'm sure him. we've crossed paths. Yeah. I, I, I don't. You know, right. I don't, you don't know anybody. too much. <laughs> anyway, I made the joke that the first episode of Seinfeld, if they did a reboot, would be Kramer the, addressing the Michael Richards incident, which you know all too well. Yes, I do. <laughs> Terrible incident. <laughs> we rewatched it. It's, it's bad, you know. Yeah. But I, whatever. I have watched rewatched it a couple of times. <laughs> it's bad. Sometimes just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or for laughs. The apology, yeah. <laughs> not to go back to what we did, but the, the, also the apology on Letterman is one of the is even almost worse. That was seen, that was a big mistake. Deeply yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, that yeah. Was, no, because he's not Jerry. Jerry thought he could be like Jerry. Jerry's like you know you're very facile and he could like, glib, but he could have gotten out of it. Yeah. Michael is like you know almost pre-verbal. Yeah, yeah. And for him to try to make an apology was a disaster. It's yeah. Unfortunately, in there people too. Google like, people giggling. Yeah. Anyways, well, I yeah, said it'd be funny yeah, if on yeah. Seinfeld they they did uh, they. Um, they, they addressed it by doing, he said it, Jerry, you know. He said what? He said it. <laughs> I said it, Jerry, you know. That's like what, how they, but my wise and all-knowing audience reminded me that Curb addressed the issue eight years ago or whenever. Were yeah. you a part of that? Yeah, I directed, I oh, executive produced that season. Might be the best season of Curb. It was, it was a great season, yeah, I agree. That, I, yeah. My favorite, probably. Yeah. Um, so deep, deep, deep apologies. <laughs> and we appreciate the, sh the uh, scolding on that issue. <laughs> and I said I will be keeping a comedy uh, encyclopedia with me at all times so that I don't take anything from anybody ever again. But I think our I mean, take is a little different. Memory. Yeah, I don't think it would look anything like uh, The Curb. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it would be different. Uh, anyway, so what <laughs> happened was this. We were talking about it. Phil is always looking for opportunities. And I think what happened was he... Um, he got the idea that they are doing this Seinfeld reboot and that there might be an opportunity to play, I think, well, he, he basically made a self-tape of uh, auditioning for uh, Kramer, but I don't, he, I think he actually put it in our Dropbox, like, <laughs> he uploaded it. Phil? And I don't, this is mean to play, because, and this is obviously not going to go anywhere. But he, you never know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Phil, but we, you, you put it in our Dropbox. I don't know if you meant to, but we have it, and we should play it. Just a minute of it, because can you play it, Matt? This talk about cringe. Okay, this is uh, Phil Braun uh, doing a audition tape to audition for the new Kramer. There's no new, like, this doesn't exist as a thing, so... Karate, Jerry. It's karate. See, karate is not down here. It's up here, and here, and here. <laughs> Hello. 
And welcome to Movie Foe. Oh, yeah. He's just, it, this isn't going to happen, right? What do you think, you Larry? To see. I think um, it's an interesting interpretation. Yeah. Terminator 3. I mean, this what? is why we're fighting Press to stop now. all the self tape. <laughs> is that one yes. of the sag? That's one of the yeah. sag. Wait, is that part of the deal? You need notes. It's good to have notes. Is there, an, is there a? Is there a? Is that part of the thing? Yeah. Self taping? I don't. I don't even know that. Apparently, it's gotten out of hand. I don't get asked to audition right. for much, so I don't know. But wait, skip ahead to that because uh, I I was looking at it. He did some bit with uh, the the folding the the closet door. This thing. is uh, pretty long, huh? Oh, he's got a whole new set. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's, he's clearly a very skilled physical comedian. Oh, funny stuff, so, yeah. <laughs> this is great. I don't remember this part of uh, Seinfeld. But... No, I don't think he had one of those kind I think it's great that you have... You, you... Look, he's laughing at himself. Yeah, he broke up. Well, that was actually kind of looked like Kramer yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he had what? a moment. It's nice that you have room on your show for the, you know... Disabled, the <laughs> mentally, <laughs> uh, mentally challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. What I just don't know what, what the. I don't know where he got the idea that that, that there are people that, that that people are looking for submissions. Right. That's that's the strange <laughs> the strange message. That Is Phil in the got. Zoom room? Is he here? I did not see him. Okay. Before. Let's well, he's, see he must be running for the hi- heading for the hills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's too bad. Man, we, we got to let well, we Larry should get go that to Jerry, though. We should get that to Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe it'll spark something. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but for the record, you're not aware of any Seinfeld. I have no knowledge of anything to do with Seinfeld whatsoever. Yeah, no Super Bowl commercial. Nothing, nothing. Like nothing. And, and if you did, it wouldn't know, involve me anyway. But really? Likely. Yeah, I don't think so. Why not? Because I'm a pain in the ass. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what do I? They could do it you're themselves. Gonna, you're gonna like. You're gonna be the conscience of that right. show. Right. They'll they'll and figure they'll be like, it out. Well, can we just? They don't need me. We don't need to. We, we don't need comedy rules from you. Um, let's take one more zoomer f- specifically for Larry, because then we have to let Larry go okay. and do his work. I'm really sorry about that. No. Yes. Where did it's nice, Larry isn't isn't Larry the greatest? I'm more. It's always nice when you meet people you've admired. And Wave your hand around if you had a Larry. Mark, you're very today. sweet, Mark. Okay, very sweet. Chris. No, let's hope no uh, allegations come out about you. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, know, you didn't even talk about the Dylan stuff. Right. How do we, have to do that? Well, we talked a lot of Dylan. Oh, last we time. did the last Maybe time. Last time yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that's for the Joker. I wrote a book, okay. by the way. So I, I don't know. What, it'll probably be on next year. Oh, great! Can yes. I get an advanced copy? I will get you an advanced copy. I'll come back. We'll talk about okay. You know, great. That shit. Yeah. Chris, you have a question. Hey guys, medium fan. Um, <laughs> Cute. Larry. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <clears throat> this book. My mom bought it for me when I was. Uh. uh Okay, if, if you're listening, we've got Richard Belzer's How to Be a Stand-Up Comic book. Which I co-wrote. Oh, wow. Yes. My, I think my mom got it at the bargain yeah. bin. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you're one of the few people that has a copy. I, I, uh, I congratulate you. <laughs> Doing him to digitally sign it right now on the, on the screen? <laughs> Don't show any of the pictures from inside because uh, right. that's from yeah. uh, a long time ago. Yeah, now did you... Belzer, did you like? Uh, were you intrigued by him from his time on Thick of the Night? Um, I knew him from before that, actually. Um, he was like the coolest stand-up in New York, and um, he was like kind of an amazing person. And all these people would come and watch him because he had such a unique act and such a live act. And you know, Robin Williams and all these people wanted to see him. Gilbert Gottfried 
And um, I had a chance to meet him, and we hit it off, and I wrote material for him for a few years. Yeah. Was, was it because when he was, when people would see him, was he doing a lot of improvisational yeah. stand-up? Like yeah, he, was he didn't have an act. He would come out on stage and just work the audience for an hour, and it was brilliant, and he wow. would make it up, and... Did he, he ever loose. have an act? Like if he was yeah, going to Yeah, I mean, that's what I did. I wound up writing chunks oh, for him wow. and hunks for him. But he was really at his best when he was just off the cuff. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's kind of like the worst, the last person you want to get, uh, like read a book about how to do stand-up comedy from. Because like, exactly. it's not yeah. exactly no, the thing that you can do. You have do, to like, be funny and yeah, go out. And yeah. You have to be very naturally funny and very gifted. <laughs> the book is not very instructional. It's, uh, <laughs> well, who's that? Yeah. That's Belzer. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's well, he it asked you right. explicitly not to show pictures from the book. <laughs> I, I never listen. I'm, not a rule, I'm a rule breaker like Mark. <laughs> well, congratulations yeah. to your Dodgers there, by the way. Yes, right. Great I'm actually a White season. Sox fan. Okay. All right, we're going to let you go. <laughs> All right, thank hey, you, though. Hey, the P.O. Box. Can you guys throw about the P.O. Box? The what? I can really the P.O. Box. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, gotta, we, we need a, Do we have a P.O. Box, Matt? We don't want to give that publicly because we're going to get uh, sure. anthrax. I'll, 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 I'll DM you. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah, Larry, we'll have you back. That's ex- is the book yeah. announced, or is it just... Uh... It was just announced, but I don't know when it's coming out. Oh, I wrote great. it. It's written already. What's the title? I'm calling it right now, Life is But a Joke, because it comes from uh, All Along the Watchtower, which oh, yeah, was a yeah. big song sure. that I argued with Bob about. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> there's a tease. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's that's a tease if I've ever been a tease. Next time. Argue? Next time. Yes, next time, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Huge um, breaking news. Participating was intentional. Participating? Wow. We yes. got, I got the Doug news, too. Can you read the statement from Doug? This just came down the wire. Yes, Doug says, knew you would be confused by it, so mission accomplished. Ah. Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> let me get one thing from you. I want to tease. We're going to take a break. Let Larry go. When we come back, we're going to play mm. Mark, True or False. Um, and I'm going to give one to Larry and see if he can go out on, sure. on a win. Yeah. Um, Mark loves fine wine. True or false? False. That is actually true. Okay, Whoa. so Mark likes fine wine. I like wine. I, I heard yeah. like Ripple and you know <laughs> more like MD twenty twenty. I, I was getting the Red Fox brand of Ripple for a while, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna come back, and I think because I'm the game master, I will. Uh, Mark, of course, can't play. He'll just have to be here for this. Um, we'll play with a zoomer and a zoomer. I think. Does that make sense? Zoomer versus Zoomer. Zoomer yeah. versus Codhead Hotliner. How about there you that? Go. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after this. Patreon.com slash Office Hours Live. Go see Dix the Musical if it's playing in a theater near you. And Mark Proach will be here after the break. I, I will. I pray to God. Okay. All right, thank you, Larry. Thank you so All the much. best. Really, I love you very really much. It was a good time. It was fun. Thank you. Hello all, this is Dr. Jordan Peterson. Young men are currently under attack. Thankfully, Office Hours has provided a safe haven for so many of us. And I am so touched by the budding beauty of the Holy Trinity and the offer they are willing to give to their loyal fans. With Office Hours Plus, you can get access to another full hour of the show every week, Tim's Saturday morning blog posts, The Joel Hole, and so much more exclusive content. And the best part is, if you go to patreon.com slash office hours live right now, you can get your first seven days absolutely free. Hell, you'd be a total moron to not give this a try. 
Listen, bucko. You better act now before the woke narcissistic psychopaths take us down. Soil dropping leaves everywhere. Its root grows deep at least a foot down. Breaking up the soil, letting nutrients